The Mary Gloucester by Rudyard Kipling Read for LibriVox by Andy Minter I've paid for your sickest fancies, I've humoured your cracktest whim. Dick, it's your daddy dying, you've got to listen to him. Good for a fortnight, am I? The doctor told you? He lied. I shall go under my morning. And put that nurse outside. Never seen death yet, Dicky. Well, now's your time to learn. And you'll wish you held my record before it comes to your turn. Not counting the line and the foundry, the yards and the village, too. I've made myself and a million, but I'm damned if I made you. Master at two-and-twenty, and married at twenty-three. Ten thousand men on the payroll, and forty freighters at sea. Fifty years between them, and every year of it fight. And now I'm Sir Anthony Gloucester, dying, a baronite. For I lunched with his royal highness. What was it the papers had? Not least of our merchant princes. <laughs> Dicky, that's me, your dad. I didn't begin with askings. I took my job and I stuck. I took the chances they wouldn't. And now they're calling it luck. Lord, what boats I've handled. Rotten and leaky and old. Ran em. Or opened the bilgecock precisely as I was told. Grub that'd bind you crazy, and crews that'd turn you grey, and a big fat lump of insurance to cover the risk on the way. The others, they durstn't do it. They said they valued their life. They've served me since as skippers. I went, and I took my wife. Over the world I drove them, married at twenty-three, and your mother saving the money, and making a man of me. I was content to be master, but she said there was better behind. She took the chances I wouldn't, and I followed your mother blind. She egged me to borrow the money, and she helped me to clear the loan when we bought half shares in the cheapen and hoisted a flag of our own, patching and coaling on credit, and living the Lord knew how. We started the Red Ox freighters. We've eight and thirty now. Those were the days of the clippers, and the freights were clipper freights, and we knew we were making our fortune. But she died in Macassar Straits. By the little paternosters, as we come to the Union Bank, and we dropped her in fourteen fathom, I pricked it off where she sank. Owners we were, full owners, and the boat was christened to her, and she died in the Mary Gloucester. My heart, how young we were! So I went on a spree round Java, and well nigh ran her ashore. But your mother came and warned me, and I wouldn't lick her no more. Strict, I stuck to me business, afraid to stop or I'd think. Saving the money, she warned me, and letting the other men drink. And I met McCulloch in London. I'd saved five hundred then, and tween us we started the foundry, three forges and twenty men. Cheap repairs for the cheapen, it paid, and the business grew, for I bought me a steam lathe patent, and that was a gold mine too. Cheaper to build em than buy em, I said, but McCulloch he shied, 
and we wasted a year in talking before we moved to the Clyde. And the lines were all beginning, and we all of us started fair, building our engines like houses, and staying the boilers square. But McCulloch, he wanted cabins with marble and maple and all, and Brussels and Utrecht velvet, and baths and a social hall, and pipes for closets all over, and cutting the frames too light. But McCulloch, he died in the sixties, and, well, I'm dying to-night. I knew, I knew what was coming, when we bid on the Byfleet's keel. They piddled and piffled with iron. I'd given my orders for steel. Steel and the first expansions. It paid, I tell you, it paid, when we came with our nine-knot freighters and collared the long-run trade. And they asked me how I did it, and I gave them the scripture text. You keep your light so shining, a little in front of the next. They copied all they could follow, but they couldn't copy my mind. And I left them sweating and stealing, a year and a half behind. Then came the armour contracts. But that was McCulloch's side. He was always best in the foundry, but better, perhaps, he died. I went through his private papers. The notes was plainer than print. Now, I'm no fool to finish, if a man'll give me a hint. I remember his widow was angry. So I saw what his drawings meant, and I started the six-inch rollers, and it paid me sixty per cent. Sixty per cent with failures, and more than twice we could do, and a quarter million to credit. But I saved it all for you. I thought, it doesn't matter. You seem to favour your ma. But you're nearer forty than thirty, and I know the kind you are. Arrow and Trinity College, I ought to have sent you to sea. But I stood you an education. And what have you done for me? The things I knew was proper, you wouldn't thank me to give. And the things I knew was rotten, you said was the way to live. For you muddled with books and pictures and china and etchings and pans. And your rooms at college was beastly. More like a horse than a man's. Till you married that thin-flanked woman, as white and stale as a bone. And she gave you your social nonsense. But where's that kid of your own? I've seen your carriages blocking the half of the Cromwell Road. But never the doctor's brougham to help the missus unload. So there isn't even a grandchild. And the Gloucester family's done. Not like your mother, she isn't. She carried her freight each run, but they died, the poor little beggars. At sea she had them. They died. Only you, and you stood it. You haven't stood much beside. Weak, a liar, and idle, and mean as a collier's whelp. Nosing for scraps in the galley. No help. My son was no help. So he gets three hundred thousand in trust, and the interest paid. I wouldn't give it you, Dickie, you see. I made it in trade. You're saved from soiling your fingers, and if you have no child, it all comes back to the business. Yeah, won't your wife be wild? Calls and calls in her carriage, her handkerchief up to her eye. Daddy, dear, Daddy's dying, and doing her best to cry. Grateful? Oh, yes, I'm grateful, but keep her away from here. Your mother had never stood her, and anyhow, women are queer. 
"'There's a will say I've married a second time. "'Not quite. "'But give poor Aggie a hundred, "'and tell her your lawyers'll fight. "'She was the best of the boiling. "'You'll meet her before it ends. "'I'm in for a row with the mother. "'I'll leave you to settle my friends. "'For a man he must go with a woman, "'which women don't understand, "'or the sort they say they can see it, "'if they aren't the marrying brand.' "'But I wanted to speak of your mother. "'That's Lady Gloucester still. "'I'm going to up and see her, "'without its hurting the will. "'Here, take your hand off the bell-pull. Five thousands waiting for you. "'If you'll only listen a minute, "'and do as I bid you do, "'they'll try to prove me crazy. "'And if you bungle, they can. "'And I've only you to trust to. "'Oh, God, why ain't it a man?' "'There's some waste money on marbles, the same as McCulloch tried. "'Marbles and mausoleums, but I call that sinful pride. "'There's some ship-bodies for burial. "'We've carried them, soldered and packed. "'Down in their wills they wrote it, and nobody called them cracked. "'But me, I've too much money, and people might... "'All my fault. "'It comes to open for grandsons and buying that woking vault.' I'm sick of the old damn business. I'm going back where I came. Dick, you're the son of my body, and you'll take charge of the same. I want to lie by your mother, ten thousand mile away. And they'll want to send me to Woking, and that's where you'll earn your pay. I've thought it out on the quiet, the same as it ought to be done, quiet and decent and proper. And here's your orders, my son.' "'You know the line. You don't, though. You write to the board and tell. Your father's death has upset you, and you're going to cruise for a spell. And you'd like the Mary Gloucester. I've held her ready for this. They'll put her in working order, and you'll take her out as she is. Yes, it was money idle when I patched her and laid her aside. Thank God I can pay for me fancies. A boat where your mother died.' by the little paternosters, as you come to the Union Bank. We dropped her, I think I told you, and I pricked it off where she sank. Tiny she looked on the grating, that oily, treacly sea. Hundred and eighteen east, remember, and south, just three. Easy bearings to carry, three south, three to the dot. But I gave MacAndrew a copy in case of dying or not. "'So you'll write to MacAndrew. He's chief of the Maori line. "'They'll give him leave, if you ask them, and say it's business of mine. "'I built three boats for the Maoris, and very well pleased they were. "'And I've known Mac since the fifties, and Mac knew me, and her. "'After the first stroke warned me, I sent him the money to keep, "'against the time you'd claim it, committing your dad to the deep. "'For you are the son of my body.' "'and Mac was my oldest friend. "'I've never asked him to dinner, "'but he'll see it out to the end. "'Stiff-necked Glasgow beggar. "'I've heard he's prayed for my soul, "'but he couldn't lie if you paid him, "'and he'd starve before he stole. "'You'll take the Mary in ballast. "'You'll find her a lively ship, "'and you'll take Sir Anthony Gloucester "'that goes on his wedding trip.' "'lashed in our old deck-cabin, with all three portholes wide, 
the kick of the screw beneath him, and the round blue seas outside. Sir Anthony Gloucester's carriage, our house flag, flying free. Ten thousand men on the payroll, and forty freighters at sea. He made himself and a million, but this world is a fleeting show, and he'll go to the wife of his bosom, the same as he ought to go. By the heel of the paternosters, there isn't a chance to mistake, and Mac'll pay you the money as soon as the bubbles break. Five thousand for six weeks cruising, the staunchest freighter afloat, and Mac, he'll give you your bonus the minute I'm out of the boat. He'll take you round to Macassar, and you'll come back alone. He knows what I want of the Mary. I'll do what I please with my own. Your mother had called it wasteful, but I've seven and thirty more. I'll come in my private carriage and bid it wait at the door. For my son he was never a credit. He muddled with books and art, and he lived on Sir Anthony's money. Then he broke Sir Anthony's heart. There isn't even a grandchild, and a Gloucester family's done. The only one you left me, ah, oh, mother, the only one. Arra and Trinity College, me slaving early and late, and he thinks I'm dying crazy, and you're in Macassar Strait. Flesh of my flesh, my dearie, forever and ever, amen. That first stroke come for a warning. I ought to have gone to you then. But cheap repairs for a cheap, and the doctors said I'd do. Mary, why didn't you warn me? I always heeded to you. Except, I know about women, but you were a spirit now. And wife, they was only women, and I was a man, that's how. And a man he must go with a woman, as you could not understand. I never talked em secret, I paid em out of hand. Thank God I can pay for my fancies. Now what's five thousand to me, for a berth off the Paternosters, in Avon, where I would be? I believe in the resurrection, if I read my Bible plain. But I wouldn't trust them at Woking. We're safer at sea again. But the heart it shall go with the treasure, go down to the sea in ships. I'm sick of the hired women. I'll kiss my girl on her lips. I'll be content with my fountain, I'll drink from my own well, and the wife of my youth shall charm me, and the rest can go to hell. Dicky, he will, that's certain. I'll lie in our standing bed, and Mac'll take her in ballast, and she trims best by the head. Down by the head and sinking, her fires are drawn and cold, and the water's splashing hollow on the skin of the empty hole, churning and choking and chuckling, quiet and scummy and dark, fall to her lower hatches and rising steady. Hark! That was the after-bulkhead. She's flooded from stem to stern. Never seen death yet, Dicky. Well, now is the time to learn. End of poem.